0: I'm Eitan Weinstein. And I'm Naor Menninger. And you're listening to Two Nice Jewish Boys.
1: This podcast is made in collaboration with the Jewish Journal. Here on the Two Nice Jewish Boys podcast, we've done around 130 episodes. We've recorded episodes with authors. We've done an episode with the, about the discovery of THC We did one about the navigation system within BATS and one about the fraudulent binary options industry. But one subject seems to be, without a doubt, and also without intent, a recurring theme. It's not hard to guess which one, either. I suppose it just goes to show how ingrained this is in the Israeli psyche, that is the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. And it seems that every episode we do, Every guest we bring to speak about this topic has another viewpoint. As the saying goes, two Jews, three opinions. But regardless, however many opinions there might be, one thing seems constant. At least so far. The conflict doesn't seem to be going anywhere. But is there anything we can do in the meantime? Some people think that separation, walls, borders, and retreats are the solution, aren't the solution to reach peace in the area. But for others, oh, sorry, is the solution to reach peace. But for others, the way to go about it is by building, not settlements, but human relations. At least that was the notion that led Inondan Kehati to innovate and seek for new ways to approach the problem. Instead of looking at the macro, he chose to look at the micro and to build connections between people in the hope that in the future, peace will pursue. And that's exactly what he's doing today with his nonprofit organization, The Home. So we're really excited to be joined by Inon with us today on the podcast. Thank you for coming.
2: Thank you very much for having me. Doing good,
1: kids. doing good. Um, so where do we start? Where?
0: Uh, Why are you doing this?
2: Because I'm bored. <laughs> Out of boredom, <laughs> you know. Good enough reason. Good yeah, as you any. You, you can that's, go that's, play
0: petanque in the streets of Tel Aviv or something. Petanque. Uh, Tank. What's the tongue petanque What the hell's that? that? It's the game you see when you go on Rochdale Street. You see senior citizens. It's a game. It's a French game with the balls with the metal with mm. <laughs> the balls.
1: Take one, two balls. I think it's it's got a different name in English. Oh well, Google you know it. what he's talking about. The one where you throw the ball next to the closest to the other ball. And I, it hits I it. just
2: think about the Pokemon thing. You know, with yeah, the, uh, but it's probably not this one. <laughs> right. So
0: you so really, why why did you start? this program. well it's a, it's a
2: lot of complicated reasons but i guess that what really made me to do it in practice is basically like Ethan said you know meeting a palestinian for the first time when was that that was in the end of 2014
0: how old were you 34 ah, so, oh, wow what do you mean this is the first time i mean you probably met palestinians
2: actually no i met in arab the israelis no 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 I met oh. arab writers, and I don't consider meeting Palestinians in hummus or in, a, I don't know, car building wash sites. or building sites as meeting Palestinians, okay? Okay. But for me, meeting a Palestinian and having a conversation, a real conversation, that was what opened the door for me to get really involved into how, this. How did it happen? But it happened even before because what led me to actually meet this Palestinian, was I was basically playing semi-professional poker in Vegas. That was in the beginning of 2014. Then I came back to Israel. It was just the beginning of, uh, you know, when happened the kidnapping and the murder of the three boys and then the kidnapping and the murder of Muhammad Abu Aboukader mm-hmm. and the operation, uh, the war in Gaza, Tzu Keitan. So there was a lot of chaos here. So I think, I don't know where you guys been, but I felt it, you know. Psychologically was you know the alarms and all that, and I always was very very much um into this conflict, just to research it, and I study also you know uh, history of the Middle East in the i d c you know just to understand what's happening and what really put the thing you know that I will start to do something was the assassination attempt of Yuda Glik, a Chevachlet that he survived. And the issue of Temple Mount, Harabai.
0: So Yudaglik is uh, a, a member of Knesset, religious. Uh, he supports uh, Jews' rights to go mm-hmm. to Temple Mount, to pray there. And he also has some, I don't know, he, he's for the third temple to be built uh, eventually. So he's considered... <laughs> pretty religious to some even a little bit extreme and he was they tried uh, so uh, arab palestinian uh, assassins tried to take his life. they shot him five bullets yeah yeah
2: and he survived and i think that he survived for a reason because yuda represents (laughs) something very important in jewish identity which is our rights in the temple mount Mm -hmm. and even though i think the temple mount should be something for all nations you know we jews now cannot pray there but on the other hand, Palestinians also do not have their rights in the land, and this is a complicated issue. But yeah. we will get there later. But I want to say that what led to me, also what led me to be involved, that once it was the assassination attempt on Judas' life, and by the way, Judas now is a good friend, and he's a, I love Judas. I really, I really love and appreciate him. And I was supposed to move to Jerusalem, and study to be a tour guide of soldiers, students, tourists. And before moving there and the assassination attempt on Yuda, I felt personally as that I might go jogging tomorrow in Jerusalem and someone will stab me or, you know, uh, ram me over with a car. That was the, what happened back then. There were
1: a lot of, uh, there were a lot of uh, car uh, attacks, basically, people running. And stabbing. stabbing.
2: And stabbing. So once it, get inside you as a person you feel it and i wanted to do something so i made a. I wrote a post basically saying that the solution should be instead of two states and separation and all that should be one state federalism which we will discuss and basically that the peace ceremony instead to be like it was on the white house lawn should be on temple mount exactly And from that post, my first Palestinian friend contacted me. And this discussion led to a very deep brainstorm. And also... Who is he? He is a Palestinian from Ramallah, a handicap on a wheelchair. We're not uh, friends anymore. You know, things happen. I wish him only the best. Uh, How come you're not
1: friends anymore? I
2: will not uh, answer this. Too personal. Okay,
0: fair enough.
2: Okay. But the thing is that once meeting him, I also started to go to Ramallah, go to Bethlehem, go to refugee camps to actually see, meet and feel the people there. And that also led me to meet a lot of Jews from the settlements, from the Jewish communities in Judea and Samaria. And I got a notion from that encounter, first from the Palestinians, that they view all of the land as Palestine, as their home. And I respect that. And then meeting with the Jews from Judea Samaria, the Judeans, they have the same thing, viewing all of the land of Israel as their home. And that's why I think that connecting between those two populations is very, very crucial because they will not give up on something very fundamental for their identity.
1: But is, isn't that sort of brick wall meets brick wall? And how do you... Because what you're describing seems almost insurmountable. Contradictory. Like you can't, yeah.
2: It seems contradictory, but it depends how you, how you uh, initiate the encounter. If you initiate the encounter, from my experience as a Jew, someone that is willing to give up his rights to live in Bethlehem or Ramallah or Hebron, the Palestinian will look at you unfairly as uh, not legitimate. You're not a Jew if you don't want to really also live here. I mean this is Judea. It's not, you know, it's not some something that these So they interpret
0: um, our willing to let go as weakness.
2: Yes, definitely. They interpret, you know, think about it, a Jew that doesn't want to take responsibility or to live or to view Judea as part of his ancestral homeland. It's a phony. So a would fake. you
0: say they, they respect more settlers than left-wingers?
2: That's my impression. That's my impression. I'm not being inclusive and generalizing because it depends on the person. Sure. But, but also in this conversation, we need to speak about rights. You know, I mean, I believe the Palestinians deserve, like everyone, human rights all over the land. But I believe that the right on the land, the system, must be Jewish-Israeli. Why? Because the only reason that we are here today in Israel after 2,000 years and speaking Hebrew, even though now we speak English, it's only because of the Torah and the connection that our forefathers kept to this land through 2,000 years and Hashem.
1: So, okay, so there's so if a... We, so if we yeah.
2: give up on that, we cannot. It's not in our right to give, up, to, to give up on something that basically, you know... We deserve. We Not only we deserve, I mean, it's a commitment. I mean, think about it. No Jew living in the 2000s have the right to give up on what Jews prayed for do- during 2000 years. Mm. Does yeah. it make sense? And when, when a non-Jew hear that, I think he can respect that.
1: Let's let's dig in for a little bit because I want to hit you with some contradictions. Because I, I, I'm really interested in how you reconcile these things. Um, the, basically, the idea that a Jewish, that will be one nation with ruled by... Uh, a jewish uh, authority um, leads to kind of the the democratic question
2: demographic you mean
1: but also demographic which leads to the question about democracy Mm -hmm. which basically is that if we annex let's say the west bank
2: you cannot annex something that was yours you can restore sovereignty
1: okay so if we however you want to put it if the west bank becomes a part of israel the nation then you and have Israeli law. you have a couple of million. Let's say it's not even a majority yet. But what happens when, I mean, you put yourself in a situation where the Arabs could easily become a majority if the birth rate in the Jewish population goes down and the birth rate in the Arab population
0: goes up. Not then to mention let's just say even you if have, it's 40-60, then you'll have 40% Arab members of Knesset in 60. Me, let me answer. Let's Great say question. you have a majority. Great question,
2: happens? but it's a complicated topic. Let me try to, to answer that one. Okay. And it's not the first time that I'm being answered that, obviously. Yeah. First and foremost, today, the birth rate is basically more to the Jewish population. I mean, nowadays, there's kind of a... Not like,
0: necessarily Zionist Jews.
2: Doesn't matter, but today... It does,
0: because, because if you add up all the Arabs in the land of Israel, plus the non-Zionist... Orthodox, you already reached a majority.
2: Okay, but let's speak about something more important. I mean, I personally think that everyone deserves human rights, but political rights should be only for those that do their duty inside the system. Okay. Which means to choose between either to do army service, police service, or civil service and pay tax. I don't think that anyone should get the right to vote or to be elected to the Knesset if they doesn't do that thing. All the rest should be equal. By the way, also Haredi, that doesn't uh, go to the army, doesn't uh, pay tax. I don't think they should get the right, right to vote. vote. Same thing with Smolanim, same thing with vote. You know <laughs> same thing, I mean? thing with
0: leftists, same thing with ultra or settlers. Uh, the, I mean, uh, if you don't the do, you don't do, you don't do your
2: duty in the system that you are living in, you can't partake. You can't partake part in the political process. I think it makes sense. In my opinion. You but know, let's speak sense, now about but, demography. Yeah. Okay. If Israel will restore not annex, restore its sovereignty gradually, first on area C, then B, then A, you know, we'll see how things will also roll. I mean it shouldn't be one overnight.
0: I mean you can always kick out everyone and
2: No, we're not talking about kicking out, but we do talk <laughs> <No>. I personally <laughs> talk about deporting and fighting and being even vicious to someone that wants to kill us. Okay. Doesn't make Which sense. Is I don't know jihadists and whatever, but I think that they are small. Uh, they're not the yeah. majority, from my experience. And I met hundreds, maybe thousands of Palestinians. Okay, I'm not saying that they're all angels, but I saw more good than bad. We're all dirty, in the end of the day. But would you? Know?
1: you wouldn't you say that the uh, chances of the people that you met being those type of people you get what I'm saying
2: like that depends, you know, because they see what happens in Israel They see also how no, but Arab what I'm Israelis... saying is the
1: people who are already willing to Meet you have a higher chance of being more liberal more liberal more tolerant more... No,
2: no, actually it is the more simple people who are not educated that I meet more and they are more Keen to this idea why because what is their interest equal uh, you know like uh, freedom of movement equal opportunity they don't really care about politics and all that
0: What about their cousin who lives in Lebanon and they want him to go back I tell them why why
2: I'll tell I tell them this <laughs> you know first we we do something here inside the land we see how things develops then we so, can talk you know So
1: wait a sec let's go back though a second yeah. so everybody basically you only get the right to vote if you uh, if you serve in the military somehow you pay your dues to the True. country but how does that fix the whole demographic issue? And also the,
2: regarding demographics, okay? Yeah. Currently, we do not know exactly how many Palestinians live in uh, the West Bank or Jida yeah. and Samaria. Some say 1.5 million. Some say 2.5. The statistics of the PA is not uh, really yeah, credible. it's not reliable. Right. So basically, we first need to clarify how many people live there. But I think that even if there are, let's say, 2.5 million, okay, I mean, now there are seven million Jews in Israel. Okay, there are about two and a half million non-Jews. No, there are million. million two million non-Jews 1.5. in Israel. Yeah. So if you add this, you have seven million and about four million non-Jews. Okay, it's like sixty-five, thirty-five percent.
1: Let's say though. I get where you're wait, going. Wait, 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 wait 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 wait, 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 wait. And the birth yeah. rate is higher. Wait, wait, okay. Just a
2: second, okay. Shuai, Shuai, like, Shuai, Shuai, Shuai,
1: <laughs> what was the following part
2: though? Shuai shuai. El min al shaitan. The hastiness is from the devil. <laughs> okay. I'm saying also, uh, you heard me speaking about cantons and federalism, right? Yeah. That means also to divide the land, uh, you know, like uh, administratively, to thirty cantons that basically will represent the identity of the people that live in every area. So basically, there's going to be 20 Jewish-majority cantons and 10 non-Jewish-majority cantons. So basically, also to keep the balance of the 65-35 by this, but these cantons will not be divided by walls, checkpoints, and military inside. They will be, in my opinion, controlled by Israel, police, and also, you know, the, the one number one condition that this thing will happen is that Jews will be able to live and buy apartments in Bethlehem, in Hebron, in Ramallah, in Eblis, anywhere that it's going to be happening. So Palestinians also will be able to do the same in Tel Aviv, Haifa, Beersheba. I mean, but I
0: don't want to live in Ramallah, and I don't want someone from Ramallah to live here.
2: Okay, this is your right, but maybe some people do. But most people don't. How do you know? You ask.
0: No, but he's talking about a vision
1: for Peace for the Future, and I, I can get on board even with it. Uh, but I'm trying to understand what happens, and I'm, I keep going back to the same question. I'm trying to understand what happens. I get what you're saying. Maybe the birth rate is higher in the Jewish population, and even if we uh, uh, re- uh, restore. restore sovereignty to the West Bank, <laughs> I'm using your uh, jargon. Even if we restore sovereignty to the, rest, to the West Bank, and it's only going to be 65-35, what happens? Because when you build a system... You need to build a system of checks and balances that actually is sustainable. So what happens if one day Arabs start fucking a lot more and Jews stop fucking for some reason and they have a lot of babies and we don't have a lot of babies and then it flips 65-35. What happens then?
2: Again, what's going to be if this will happen? Maybe it will happen and maybe it will happen the opposite. You know, we cannot know because also when modernity happens, the woman goes outside to work. Right. And she makes less babies. Right. In both sides, by the way. Yeah. And now, nowadays also the Palestinian agricultural society is getting less and less because there's more modernity. There's more people going to, you know, like um, to um, high tech business and to it happens in the Palestinian society, which is very much uh, modernized. I mean, much more than the rest of the Arab world. OK, but, you know, we're talking about things that relate to fear and I can really understand that. That's why I think it should be done gradually first in Area C to examine also how it works and then also to have the conversation and, you know, we don't want, I don't want the cold piece. I don't want peace piece that's written on American papers and basically I don't feel that I won in my movie or my people feel that they won in their movie, okay? Mm-hmm. I want something real that also going to create, you know, what is the, let's talk about another issue. What is our role as the Jewish people? Are we here to be like a, like I a, um, I don't know, like a courtesy of the U.S., an extension of the West in the Middle East? No, we have our own role. We have the role to inspire humanity, basically.
1: All
2: And I believe that all upon nations, yeah. light upon nations. And I believe that all Aguim cannot be done without also creating connections with the Palestinians.
1: You know, just you saying Ola Goyim, even though I said it. And
2: and let's also put another very important fact in, you know, or factor in this conversation. I think that about 30% of the Palestinians are from Zera Israel. Used to be Jewish. (laughs) It's something that is mainly in uh, South Hebron, you know, like in South Judea. I mean, they converted to Islam and Christianity and i don't advocate
0: also 30% of spanish people and and portuguese people you know and also
2: many in afghanistan yeah. and you know but i'm saying let's start from here because a lot of people you know in the middle east a lot of things uh, you know the the truth is basically under the table it's not above it because it, there's yeah. no freedom of speech and no freedom of choice it's not really how you know the west uh, works so i'm saying basically no one should be converted to judaism and definitely not to uh, Become Muslim, okay? But some people that basically their roots are from Am Israel, we need to, I, I believe, to open the door for them to become part again of Am Israel. And then things will look different. Think I was with it. you.
1: <laughs> no, I was with you until. Uh... I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure about the whole of most of the Palestinians being Jewish. But not maybe. most. I said I said I think a lot
2: thirty percent it's a yeah, significant yeah. number. Maybe, maybe by the way, I didn't make the research. I just, No no I, Yeah, I, there no. are I'm, theories, but the, you know, we
0: cannot know for sure. No we'll but never know.
1: my main issue with it
0: but is well, that why even not? We if
1: We can it's, make
2: a DNA test or something yeah. like that, you know?
1: My main issue is that even if it's true, I don't think those thirty percent would ever wake up one morning and say, I feel Jewish You get what I'm saying?
2: I I hear what you say, you know, but again, it's a lot about feelings, you know. The Palestinian society, different than our society, is more based on feelings and emotions rather than rationality. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I encounter with Palestinians, first I talk to the heart. They, You know, some of them, or many of them, are my enemy, basically, in theory. So I speak first to the heart, then I speak to the brain, then I speak about the future. When I speak with Jews, it's exactly the opposite. First speak (laughs) to the brain, then speak to the heart, then speak about the future, but the same future. Yeah. And under the table, not, I mean, a significant number of Palestinians that I met say, yes, we, we know we have Jewish ancestry. We are Muslims. We don't want to be converted to Judaism or something like that. But, you know, you can, it's something about, you know, creating genuine connection, okay? Um, but let's leave this, uh, this issue yeah. now. Demography, I don't know. I think we need to start first to change the direction instead of the peace now theory, which is peace now, do everything, give up on uh, whatever, whatever. And uh, they are there, we are here, and shalom al Didn't work, doesn't work, and will not work. We need to do exactly the opposite. We need-
0: but in mm. the country you're visionizing... Is that a word? Envisioning. Envisioning. uh, Envisioning. uh, In the country that you're envisioning, um, it's a Jewish country, right? Mm -hmm. So do you seek the Palestinians' um, approval of that being a Jewish country in that um, picture of a country that you portray? Or you let them, like you don't ask them and let's not talk about it? because. 2.5 2.5 million, they may agree to everything, but to recognize the fact that they live in a Jewish state, will they do that ever?
2: First, the question should be, what is a Jewish state? Is a Jewish state is a branch or a, a model of a Western democracy? Is this the model of Jewish state? No. I don't think so. No. I think no, the Jewish, a place- state, Jewish state basically is something that is take the ideas and the values from the Torah. I'm not saying, you know, Medinat Halacha, state of... uh, Halacha. Halacha. It needs to be something that fitting to today, you know, to what's happening today, the world advanced. But Jewish state, I believe, uh, needs to gain its values from the Torah, which also say, one constitution will be to you and the other that lives among you. Mm -hmm. That's, I think, in the book of Leviticus. And it should be also um, based on a a model of, you know, like Malchut Israel used to be a kingdom with the Nachalot Shel Shvatim, you know, settlements of tribes, right? Like every tribe have had their own Nachala, their own land, land, and they basically function together with different identities, different roles of different tribes under the same kingdom. So I'm saying basically to try to translate this thing to nowadays,
1: so a lot of people call what you just described um and I don't think that this is what exists no no, no, and I don't think this would, this is what exists today in Israel, but a lot of people call that an apartheid where you have one set one constitution for. One people that's or one what I'm talking about. dynamic. By the way, w-
2: today's Israel is not an apartheid. There's no, no doubt about that.
1: That's okay, but I'm saying if you want to restore sovereignty to the
2: West Bank, that's what I'm saying to provide the Palestinians the option to choose either to be full citizen or, or to be a resident.
1: But then, what's their what the, what's their third choice? Because they don't have any other choice. You know what the
2: third choice should be? What those that want to kill us? The door out. That's what I'm saying. Expulsion. What do you mean expulsion? I mean, someone that... Uh, they that, that You can
0: th- also hang them, by the way.
2: No, no. I mean, someone... Yes. No, you, I, I, mean, I mean, to fight, <laughs> basically, yeah. Someone that basically from, I don't know, Islamic Jihad or Hezbollah or Hamas, they want to kill you. But it's not the dichotomy...
0: Dichotomy. Dichotomy that either you want to be part of that nation, the country that I'm offering you, and if you don't want to be a part of it, then...
2: No, that's what you. I'm saying. If you don't want to be part of the country... If you don't want to be part, really part of the system and all that, you can have equal human rights with no participation in voting. By the way, not only to Palestinians. But
1: that's that's a basic human right to vote. In a democracy.
2: But, right. But this, I think, you know, this is what the international law say. You know, that human rights also should be right. with political rights.
0: But God didn't give the international law in Mount Sinai, right? It's...
2: Look, but let's think... I'm
0: saying... Let's let's try to... International law is... Right. No, I... I, I, I dig
2: I, what you guys say, but let's try to look also at the reality from the goggles of the Middle East. It's hard. It's hard you to know? look... From I'm the not Aussies. saying to deprive people from any right, okay? But it depends also what they do. I mean, if I have a cousin... I have a cousin. They live in Masharim or in Tel Aviv and he doesn't do their political duties. Why should they get the same rights as me? That I serve in the IDF and I pay tax whatever you know
1: because the i think the idea at least of uh and you said that maybe we shouldn't be um uh, modeled after what in western democracy but i think the idea of western democracy is that y- y- you yeah there's I-, I guess there is a certain standard of contribution to society and i think that's taxes and then sometimes the draft comes into play but other than that that you have full equal rights but the, the problem the, is the thing is that I mean generally speaking in like in America there's no uh, there's no required draft. So maybe you could say that here in Israel it's different there's a required draft. Mm.
0: Um, the thing is western demac- democracies weren't designed for pe- it, it was designed for uh, the system was designed for homogeneous homogeneous people.
2: But maybe to, not necessarily. to try to implement equality I guess.
0: Among equals. Right. Like in in the UK. But but that's
2: another point I want to say. We are not equal. Exactly. Human beings are created unique. You know? I mean I think equality, especially regarding rights, should be regarding to what the person as an individual does. Not from what tribe he came from. Okay? And I think also that this paradigm of how the international law, you know, looks at you know the ideas of rights, I mean Look what happens in Sweden, for example, where I have also family. There are a lot of Muslim in immigration. I'm not saying that all of them are bad people or terrorists, okay? But many of them are, do not want to be part of the system, do mm-hmm. not want to also contribute to, their, to, to the well-being of all, and they is yet receive all the rights.
0: They don't want to assimilate in Sweden. They want Sweden to assimilate in, in them. And
2: if this thing will continue, and by the way, now Sweden uh, stops the immigration... Because it's threatening the Swedish identity, right? Now it's too late. You know, you need to put also checks and balances.
1: No, I can I can get on board with what most of what you're saying because I I, I do think, after giving it some thought, that in a, in a Western style democracy, you have a certain level of uh, contribution that is required of you, and if you don't provide that, I'm not sure if you would. The, th- the, the only Penalties. problem is, is I don't think you can By get way, kicked not, out. I'm not
2: saying, sorry to cut you, but yeah. I'm not saying, you know, to deprive people from their rights. I'm saying first equal human rights. Like everything is, you know, like let's say to live in the big cities for all, in Bethlehem and in Tel Aviv. To travel freely all over the land for all, without military rule, okay? I believe in removing the Israeli IDF forces. To the, the borders of Israel, from the river to the sea, but to bring there Israeli police, also with Palestinian personnel, okay?
0: Man, Israeli police, they can't go into certain Arab villages in Israel today.
2: I know. You know, this thing must be fixed.
1: Yeah, I think that's my main issue, is that I can get on board, like I was saying, with the, the idea of... Of being one nation and certain people and everybody being required to I'm to, not contribute, saying you have to be but, one nation, but, but it
2: takes time to be one state basically yeah,
1: so one one state sorry not one nation I'm using nation in the in the like contemporary uh meaning, but one state, but my issue i guess is practicality how does this like how do you see this actually again
2: my 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 question my answer sorry is that gradually you know. Let's, shui, shui. Start, shui, shui. let's start from first from area c it's like a i i ideal snowball that once it's gonna be in the real public discussion, let's see what's gonna happen you know I'm not saying peace now, I'm not saying that now everything how do you suge- what's the first step <laughs> first step yeah, basically. First step should be to make intercommunal connections, like we do in the home. You know. Okay,
0: that's a good segue too. <laughs> and, w- and I
2: want to give a shout out to all my Palestinian partners and Jewish partners from Beit El, Gaza, Bethlehem, Hebron, Yerushalayim, uh, Gush Etzion. I mean, what is the home? The home is a movement, I guess, grassroots movement. Basically, operates with no political affiliation. We do have political vision. And we basically act really, really from the bottom, like, you know, to make intercommunal connections between people that live in hostile, within hostile communities, and to create, you know, like, coffee talks, you know, people talk and and, uh, get to know each other.
1: Meaning people from Janine and people from... uh, Not really Janine, because...
2: because that what it should be, yes. Yeah. Especially Itzar, yes. Yeah. I'm talking about these kind of Jewish communities, okay? Itzar, Itamar, Tapuach, Beitel, El, You know, the, the hardcore ones, okay? The, and also the Palestinian refugees from the refugee camps or the residents of the refugee camps. So basically what we do, we make intercommunal connections. Then we do, you know, to do something in practice, we do activity called Cleaning the Hate which is basically the way to lower people's egos down, to do something joined together for an element which is bigger than all of us together. Which is? The land of Israel. How? And cleaning it from cigarette butts, from trash, and from whatever, you know?
0: So how does it look like? A group of people? You saw the video, g-
2: right? Did you see the video on Gush uh, uh,
0: Yeah, but, you know, I want for our listeners.
2: To. All right. Basically, we have people that live really next to that spot where it's dirty and basically it's dirty all over the land and people come they you know we do a circle and you know we do like a first introduction you know people get to introduce themselves and then we really practically go and clean trash we really go and clean the place you know we we bow down to the ground we we pick up the cigarette butts or the dirty uh, plastic uh, cups or whatever bottles we find and basically people get to really lower themselves and do something as equals they get get to know each other and uh, also the atmosphere is not like you know the peace industry demonstrations you know going with sounds and going with drums and going with a lot of empty slogans and all that part of my French shit and basically people get to, to know each other and you know, the, the human connection that being created from that leads to more things to grow.
1: It's important I think to note and then for, we go and yeah.
2: drink coffee again. <laughs> and people tell about, you know, their you know, where are they from, you know, and and those people that live in the heart of the conflict yeah. from from again, hostile communities, you know, suddenly they found that they have much more things in common. Yeah. Also, the thing of the belief or the faith. I mean, Mm -hmm. also in these areas live people that really have... Much more religious. Much more religious.
1: I think it's important to know for our listeners that this is really, like you said, the heart of the conflict. It's really... These are the people that are... First of all, like you spoke about the uh, three kids that were killed and then the uh, burning of uh, Abu Ghader. And I remember that period. I remember being here in Tel Aviv... And it was in the news, but no one really felt it. I think that that it's it's hard to imagine, but this is these are the people that are actually neighbors. You know, like Itzhar is right next to Shchem. It's like a thirty-second drive.
2: And by the way, Itzhak, you know, people that chose to live in Itzhar. I salute them. You know, they don't live in an easy place. It's like to live in, you know, next to the like conflict zone. You know.
1: But why do you salute them?
2: I salute them because they, in my view, hold they are the torch carriers of the Jewish identity. I mean, people that go and live there, not necessarily in the comfortness of Tel Aviv. By the way, I don't have nothing against Tel Aviv. I'm originally from here, okay? But we came to this land, you know, from... Also because we, you know, it's... What is Zionism? Okay, let's talk about Zionism. What is Zionism? Is it, you know, to be an extension of the West or to be it's a, a safe haven or bomb shelter for Jews? Zionism is much more than that.
0: It's a place that should offer Jews from all over the world a secure and bright future.
2: True, but and- also something that will express our identity and our mission in this world. And our mission in this world also is something that uh, connects to Geula, redemption. Whether we are religious or not. We have a mission that is unique to I us. I don't
0: seek redemption. I seek to live my life in peace and security.
2: But you said now you want to seek peace. Redemption, part of redemption is peace.
0: Yeah, but... Um, well, I guess maybe it's a part of it. But uh, but the vision... I'm not, I can't help but thinking, what if you're wrong? Your vision... You know, we, it's like the, this thing. We have one... If we make a mistake, it's irreversible, right? This is why the whole conflict is so complicated. Mm. Like, you make one thing, one sacrifice, one agreement, and you cannot go back from it. Like, once you um, retrieved, uh, how, how did you put it? Restore. Restored, Restored sovereignty. sovereignty um, you, cannot, you will never be able to go back, right? And what if you will end up with a population of millions of people who don't want you here.
2: Again, first, you need to do Will something gradually.
0: everybody? No. Okay, I'm I get the gradually, gradually, but what if you're wrong? That's my point. What if you're wrong? If, if what I'm, then?
2: If I'm wrong, and I might be wrong. By the way, don't claim that all the truth is in my hands. Okay? okay. But I don't think I'm wrong because... You're
0: asking us to take a risk. Can we agree to that? What you're asking is mm. a risk.
2: I, I'm talking about more... Um, controlled risk okay i'm talking about doing it gradually again um and i think also it must this this whole thing whether it's going to be implemented or not i'm talking about also do something that is very spiritual me personally i don't think that any of this will happen in its fullest without any peace ceremony on temple mount can you visualize you know the day after peace ceremony on temple mount
0: the dead will rise, probably.
2: Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> when, <laughs> I don't think so. But
0: you know, The dead have already risen
1: at that point. I think huh. also
2: how humanity will look and also how Jews and Palestinians will look at each other after that day. I mean, that's that's what I gain my inspiration from. And it's basically, it's written in the book of they Isaiah. They do not
0: want us there.
2: If they, you know what? If they do not want us there and they don't want this solution, so be it. And we will continue to wait, but we must be strong. I mean... I will not give up any centimeter of this land, any. But I also will not give up the idea of giving the others the same rights I have.
1: Basically, what you're saying is you're banking on the idea that if we... I shouldn't
2: say that I play semi-professional poker.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're banking on the idea. You're basically making a, a, not a bluff, but you're, you're making a bet. You're making a gamble, and you're you're banking on the idea Let that they hold on, hold on, hold on, hold okay, on, hold okay. on. You're banking on the idea that that if we embrace the Palestinian nation and give certain uh, certain uh, criteria, which is like kind of entrance criteria. Not no, no, the not the carrot. carrot, not the carrot. I'm, saying I'm saying also that the security
2: to, must be in the hands of Israel all the time. So
1: you're saying if we give the Palestinians the opportunity to be part of this state and say you have to give this much in order to be part of it, meaning you have to either participate in the army. You're banking on the fact that they will see the light in a way, maybe. And <laughs> and
2: what other option do they have? By the way, the Arab world reject them. I mean, well,
0: their option is their to own system, si- their own system, fight. Is
2: True, but we need to be strong and stronger and we need to win. But I'm not saying I
1: might be convinced. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, I might.
2: But again, look, I mean, look, fighting- look, wait, wait, wait a second. Okay. God damn it. Look what happened since Oslo, okay? Our generation basically have like the complete, you know, experimental field of what happened and what doesn't work, okay? We tried to separate the two states. We tried to bring foreign entity, the Palestinian Authority and Hamas, to rule here. And we see the results. By the way, not only for us, especially for them. The women's status. The gays. Gays. Uh, Christians. Freedom of, freedom of choice. Christians. That's Christian, it, a complicated idea because, you know, once you... Anyway, freedom of choice, freedom of uh, expression. Mm-hmm. You do not have these things as you have it in his, in Israel.
0: Why? Because of culture. Exactly. It's a culture.
2: I agree. So That's you want to
0: bring them to here, to no, my No, you don't <laughs>
2: listen to me. I'm saying that we need to bring our system there in conditions. It's not unconditional. It did for the
0: Americans. Okay, wait. So but,
2: but, but, wait a second. I didn't finish with this. Yeah. But look at also, again, Oslo. You know, uh-huh. like We try to separate the land. We try to take orders from the Europeans and the Americans and bring it here and look at the results i mean that's why we need to do completely the opposite completely the other way around and then you know once we start (laughs) once we start from small steps let's see what's gonna happen i'm not saying peace now everything but you know we did try
0: everything you say no we we have israeli arabs we have wait we have israeli arabs they are the ideal test for your theory we try to implement upon them our values. They're not
1: required to join the military.
0: Well, but they do civil service. They have the option. They don't want it. Most of them don't do it. Although more and more now do seek to do it. But regardless, they work in no, our but hospitals. W- but what he's saying is they if, if what he's saying they they pay is pay taxes. Is you would
1: condition. You would make their voting because they get to vote for the Knesset still, and then they now they have representatives. You would make that contingent on
0: them doing civil service mm-hmm. or the army. But, 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 By the
2: way, civil service in their areas okay
0: but they, you know. but we can agree that arab uh the palestinian israelis they work they pay taxes they even if they don't do civil service they contribute in other ways they work you know they 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 wipe uh, asses the, of, of grandfathers of jews that's the filipinos also but they do they do many things they blue, contribute blue
1: collar jobs would be like yeah know, a nicer but, way
0: and, to... and yet and they are and some of them are really westernized but most of them do not want this to be a Jewish state and most of them will
2: but again it goes to the idea of what is a Jewish state
0: but they also won't give up the dream of of basically bringing all their cousins from everywhere and ha- and, and you know have us as a minority here but
2: again you know we need to make some kind of a mechanism of how to control so the borders you know Like that needs to be in agreement. But I'm
0: saying you didn't change their mentality. But you know again again. again. No, but you'd have to agree with that. They can demand
2: they can demand a lot of things. We don't have to give everything, you know? I I mean it's also our decision, not only theirs.
1: I think you have to agree that Israeli Arabs are more moderate than West Bank Palestinians or Gaza Palestinians.
2: And they're not fifth column, by the way. I mean you have now two million non-Jews living in Israel. And even though they don't love the state of Israel, all of them, some of many of them do. But you know, they don't act against the state. They don't go in and in, in terrorism and all that. So okay, I have a I have a more practical question. Did. I have a so, more, I mean many, I, but some Again the big picture the big picture, and I agree that maybe ten or five percent did, maybe. But again, what about the eighty or the ninety percent? Why are we only focusing on the bad? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I have a more practical question. I'm trying question. to be positive. Sorry if I... Bring <laughs> oh, you're, <positivity>. you're, you're <laughs> up against
1: a brick wall with no. Uh, no, no, but <laughs> I like the challenge. I what, do. what about Gaza?
2: Gaza, oh, very important thing. As long as Hamas keep controlling Gaza, Gaza cannot be part of the system. Simple and plain. Okay. So Gaza
1: stays a Palestinian state.
2: Gaza stays a Palestinian state. And then,
1: and then I'm going to shoot a couple of questions at you, practically speaking. So these people who do not... Who who basically do not uh, I guess uh, uh, acclimate into this new system? Do you imprison them or deport them?
2: Look, people. You speak about people that don't want to basically people who don't do the military service. Don't do the yeah. Again, again, no, not to imprison them. No, to give them equal human rights, but don't give them the political rights. That's it.
1: No, but they don't. Let's say they don't take like I, I foresee. It's not as simple as like. Them just saying, no, I don't want to do the, the army service. But they might not pay tax. You'll have maybe a bunch of people who rebel. will revolt, rebel, but not right. violently. If it's going to be something
2: with violence. No, not violently. Ah.
1: Meaning people will just not pay taxes, not uh, do the army, not do national service. They basically will say they will basically say no.
2: Look, I'm, I'm working uh, in my theory, basically, gradual theory. It should be every region should be, you know to do their decision and get connected to Israel. Like Bethlehem is a region, Nablus is a region, Ramallah is a region. Also, they have a lot of different uh, cultural differences between mm-hmm. them. And also, if a region will not, in, in a way, uh, show their will to become part of the alliance, they will not be part of the alliance. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah but if you don't pay your taxes in a federalist society, you that's a federal offense, and then you get imprisoned.
2: Look, again, I, I don't know exactly about the small characters. Yeah, I it's, mean, in it, by the way, this whole process, whole process, all what we're talking about, the people that should really do the, you know, the, the little characters. Uh, yeah. yeah, the details. They should be people like Mordechai Keidar, people like Guy Beho, people like Gershon Cohen, like people, like people that really understand. Right-wing, uh, right-wing
0: researchers. Right-wing. Right. people who research the yes, Arab world.
2: definitely. Uzi Rabi, people that that you know that uh, you know uh, you cannot call them suckers like me, okay, or naive.
0: Yeah, they all have like po- their politics is very is considered by many. Right, very but they also and
2: I give them a lot of credit. They also I know them. I know many of them personally, and some of them are good friends of mine, and I respect them to the fullest. And I know that they meet and they listen to people, to Palestinian people from the bottom, okay. And I have a lot of faith in these people. Yeah, and I mean,
1: Mordechai Keidar is like, like whatever genius. you might say about these guys, they're, the, not they're the ones like that are getting interviewed trying, on yeah. Arab TV.
2: We like, also brought them to, to a conference. I mean, by the way, this is the third step of what we do in the home. We do meetings, we do cleanups, we do conferences. And part of the conference is bring people like yeah. Mordechai Keidar.
0: What are the 10 values of the home?
2: the 10 values or the 10 yeah. steps The
0: ten. St- I saw 10 values right
2: the first value is basically unity but not uniformity okay that means basically because we do believe in living in one state with one law but we also believe that we're all unique okay and you should be you I should be me and no one should try to change the other by force okay okay um, it's against also like very liberalist values everyone is equal kumbaya blah blah no doesn't work Um, Everyone is equal, but everyone isn't the same. Everyone deserves equality, you know, under the law. Deserve equal opportunities, but not instant equality, you know. I mean, someone from Hamas, okay, they want to kill us. Should he get the same rights? I don't think so. You should see the door, the barrel of the gun. Isn't that so?
0: Yep.
1: Yep. Okay, and the second?
2: The second value is basically the entirety of the land. The entirety of the land of Israel. And basically... Again, somewhat that even though I'm not religious, I understand that I am here only because of the commitment of my forefathers to the Torah. And the Torah also have, you know, we have the pact between Yaakov Avinu, Israel, and Hashem from the river to the sea.
0: Okay, we, don't, I, we actually don't have time to all attend, but <laughs> go to the website, the-home.org, right? It's a non-for-profit?
2: Yeah, it's a, non, it's a non, uh, non-profit uh, organization. You accept donations? We, we accept donations. The last donation we accept was three weeks ago. Uh-huh. After three years, we had no donation. Really? But by the way, being a light to donations also means to be light on donations. <laughs> <laughs> really, I mean, I, I really do work. I mean, I really, you know, I created this organization in, in order that it will be uh, dismantled. You know, not to make it part of an industry with uh, offices and a lot of budgets and all that. It's an idea. It's not something that's supposed to be with a lot of money. Okay? How many
0: Arabs and settlers uh, participated in your activities? Well, basically,
2: now, in the last year, we had about 300 or 400 people, you know, doing activities. Half work. and half, more or less? Um, It depends, you know, it's really hard to...
0: And did friendships between settlers and Arab-Palestinians Yeah. Yeah, it happened.
2: It creates connections. Also, there's a lot of good connection that happens, you know, between communities like from Efrat and Husan. People from Husan, you know, it's it's a village I feel at home. I knew and this guy Betlechem.
0: once from a settlement and when his mother died, um the people from the next door village our village. They all came to comfort him.
2: Look again, but the this media you will never hear the in, in in the the news. exactly. The media will not show you that. The media yeah. will show the drama, the thing that yeah. create tension and all that, you know. And it's, it's pretty, a shame. It's pretty, a shame yeah. because there's a lot of good people. I believe that most people are good, and I believe that you know, if we will not also um, increase the light, you know, only to fight darkness, it's not enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I believe that there's more good than bad. I'm naive.
0: Okay, this is a good note, I think. Um, So, if people want to get in, do you lecture?
2: Yeah. I do lectures. I do lectures in Hebrew and English. So, how can Uh, people
0: contact you? uh,
2: Mostly in my Facebook uh, profile. I'm very, very uh, responsive.
0: Okay. We'll put links.
2: And also, really, I want to do also more meetings, you know, and also to bring my Palestinian partners to speak with people, in front of people. I really want to develop this thing of freedom of speech, and again, this whole thing is like a big picture that we all need to know our role in the big you know picture, like a big puzzle, you know what i mean mm-hmm. and And again, you spoke about a lot of fear, a lot of fear from what's gonna be in the future. I don't know when, but I know as a Jew that you know peace between the nations will be maybe it's gonna be next year, maybe it's gonna be five years one of us. Maybe it's going to be in 100 years. I don't know. But I also know.
0: Or hundreds of thousands of rockets will land here. Maybe. We will I don't all die. know. I don't That's know, also man. An
2: option. I don't know. But again, think about the return to Zion, Shivat Zion. Pessimist. Shivat Zion. I mean, if you go now 200 years back and we will ask our great grandfathers and we tell them that we came from Israel now, most of the Jews live here and it's a successful country, strong blah. blah. they will look at us and say, You are Michigane. Inta Michigane you know what i mean yeah
1: the i think that's that's it's like funny cuz that's a people look at that outlook as fanatical when they don't realize that a large portion of the like the majority of both of the sides that are really on the front lines of this conflict are thinking along those lines meaning are thinking that we are it's here after 2000 years it's a miracle and the other side is, is thinking we, you know, Mohammed, who flew up to heaven on a donkey, uh, di- conquered this man. land. And and people look at it, and they're like, no, you're crazy. But, like, you can't think that's crazy yeah, if these are the two people that are fighting.
2: Let me finish with something, a story about this thing, okay, sure. for a finish. I meet with also people from Hamas, okay? Okay. okay. And I come to them, and I say, I know you are the enemy. I'm your enemy. It's all good. But I want to ask you something like this: If you believe that everything is from Allah, min Allah, I came back, and Israel is back here, and the return to Zion is here. You know. Yeah. Now there's Israel, seventy years strong. Yeah, it's reality. Isn't that from Allah? You are also here. You stayed here. Isn't that from Allah? So if you go against something either of that, you go against.
0: Yeah, I mean, you go against Allah. Yeah, it's like I say to the Jewish people, uh, Orthodox, like god created pork why don't you fucking eat it it's delicious <laughs> right it's the same argument Yeah, uh, we basically. can debate that even <laughs> anyway, though <because> even <laughs> though
2: i eat shrimps with pita but don't tell that to anyone <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay guys so it was fascinating i think like, yeah it was fun It a like, lot of fun interesting
2: yeah. i really like the you know the hard conversation not i'm not looking to any to people that just agree with me agree agree i want the challenge you know what i mean yeah yeah so it's not gonna well, be boring
0: thank you so much for coming uh, we wish you best of luck with the initiative it's thank you guys it, from the videos on YouTube we'll put a video it seems amazing and thank that is it before much. we go we have a collaboration with the Jewish Journal it's a Jewish uh, news outlet and oh, website oh wait oh, oh. a yeah. shout
2: out a shout out to, to Libby Libby to from Libby. Australia Libby yeah.
0: Libby is a listener she hit us up <laughs> and she was like hey you know Inon you gotta have him on the show so thank hey, you hey you know Inon
2: he's this psycho crazy <laughs> person uh, <laughs> no, she we, praised you
0: endlessly in the yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so thank thanks you. Libby, thanks. And to guys, if you have ideas, you can email us for, for guests. So anyway, uh, the Jewish Journal is a news outlet and a website uh, in Los Angeles. They have podcasts. Uh, David Suisa has a podcast. He just had Bernard uh, Henry Levy on ah, his really? show, and Jay Le- and Ger- Jay Leno. Jay Leno was on. Really, yeah, it's amazing, guys. So check it out. And wow. also, we accept donations. Yes, we do. We do this on our free time, guys. So if you want to throw uh,
1: some uh, shekels our way, then 2NJB.com slash donate. That is it.
0: Inon, thank you so much
2: for (laughs) coming. Bye.
0: Thank you.